plummet. Yeah, it's recording. Look at that. Look at that. Look at things working. Things are working. Everything is working. This is a, a song called Making Tax Digital by Nervous Test Pilot. I love taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. There's nothing like good taxes. Here at the Burning Down the House podcast, we prioritize taxes. Taxes. And Dell's Optiplexes. Indeed. Yeah, Dell is good. That is good for sure. So what do you got? I got an intro for you, okay? Because I haven't done it in a while, and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna do it now. Get ready, audience. Hey, welcome to the Burning Down House Podcast, Daniel, and I'm here with Josh and Austin. Oh my God, that's me! Wow. Is that a recorded yep. version of that? This is going to oh be the podcast God. where I do things That's to great. get a reaction out of Josh for content. <laughs> Good. That's the way we should roll. It still feels funny every time we do this. Every friggin' time. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't feel comfortable. Like, it's some weird thing. You know, it's like stage fright. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. I think it Austin sucks. feels like that sometimes. All the time. Yeah. I feel like that when we're not recording. <laughs> well you know what you know what i don't like that kind of attitude that's not a winning attitude i'll I'll get over it (laughs) gotta gotta warm up you know get over it i uh you know in case the audience hasn't noticed i don't have that and um i'm always like that's because you that's because you your radio background you had a background in radio i was like that when i since i was like a kid i'm just like that (laughs) I like attention right. and I like being in front of people and I like public speaking and I like all that kind of stuff. I always have. Um, I'm like an eight-year-old. <laughs> cool. So what's, on that note, what's, let's be eight-year-olds. Yeah, I mean, so do you, have you seen the new Crayola color? I'm kidding. There's no, there's no <laughs> new Crayola color. Oh, God. This is not a podcast about Crayola colors. I'll have you know a podcast about colors would be pretty cool. I'm just saying. No. We'll see. Now, hey, you don't have to think that, but I think you know that. what? I don't. You know what would be cool is talking about options. Let's talk about trading. Yeah, let's options. talk about trading <laughs> options with two. So, so for anyone knows, let's talk about it. But for for background, I don't know anything about it, and Austin doesn't know anything about it. I know, right? That's the problem. <laughs> no, I just started getting into it, so it's pretty fun. I, yeah, it's I, a lot of fun. That's all I'm going to say about it because honestly, like if I start getting getting into it, one, I'm not intelligent or versed enough in it to really be able to speak intelligently to it. And two, um, I might sound like a gambling addict. So, (laughs) uh, Oh, nice. The people at the office are vacuuming outside. (laughs) Oh, are they really sweet? It's okay. It's a really, I just had the, uh, the, the market has just closed. It's four o'clock. The bell has rung. I, uh, so on one little tidbit about, you know, in the market, I, I've been dabbling in the OTC market instead of options because options scare Ooh. me because I I'm poor. Oh, but I I've been I've been I've been I've been in them little them penny stocks making a little little money. Nice. 
Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's not the that that is the penny stock market. Which yeah, is funny. it's not bad. Wolf there's Wall a lot of market. <laughs> there's a bunch of really cool like like I have one that's like a CBD company that's doing real well. I got like a couple pharmace like a pharmaceutical companies that are trying to get yeah. into the COVID space that are doing well. And it's so volatile. It's actually, it's really fun. Cause like you buy something and you get like 8 million shares. It's like, I'm just going to yeah, sit this yeah, here exactly. and one day it might be worth a dollar. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> That's like cryptocurrency. Yep. Like everything is in crypto is that like, Oh, this is worth point zero 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 one pennies. Well, but, I mean, you know, Take, so, so take maybe if it goes to a dollar, <laughs> take take everything I say with a grain of salt, everyone, because I am stupid. But I truly believe that some you of the are. penny stocks right now, the tech penny stocks, the the uh, pharmaceutical ones, I think they're like crypto in two thousand three. I mean two thousand thirteen, not three. Jesus, um, the penny stocks. Yeah, because you if think you, that there are so many of these companies that have like. They just they just sit there and they brew up like all these things and then oh eventually they God. just get bought and it's like I keep seeing it yeah. I keep seeing it on my timelines <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, and but the thing is is like okay <laughs> oh they're not doing that no I mean penny stocks I mean <laughs> it, if it was like a brand new thing then yeah I might be like oh yeah that's cool it's kind of like you know NFTs like oh that's brand new maybe it'll be something someday but. I'm not going to spend six hundred thousand dollars for a picture of a purple rock, you know. Well, like, well, I'm not advising <laughs> you know, but, anybody. But you know, there somebody bought one uh, for that amount. But the point is, penny stocks have been around for like ages. Oh, I'm that aware. Was I'm not saying that penny stocks are new or exciting. I'm saying that some of the current ones available that are newer on the market are because of Reddit. Twitter, oh. Facebook, getting oh, okay. interested in them are are looking to behave similarly so to crypto. And you're time. watching, you're watching specific texts. Yes, not tech, not penny uh, stocks as a whole. Just okay. what I'm All talking right. about is what I'm saying. Interesting, because I agree. Now with that you. Yeah, could be interesting because penny stocks are fucking penny stocks. They've been around. Well, that's like, what confused me. I was like, what the hell, dude? Are you actually? You're not dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know you. You're not stupid, so <laughs> we got to touch on NFTs dumb, for a second. Dumber. We also have to touch on and we have to touch on NFTs for a second because you brought it up. Oh yeah, we do. I've I've I've, I've talked about it on this podcast before, but I'm in a, I'm in a group. They they do reselling stocks, whatever. Group, just a bunch of stuff. You pay to be in the group. It's wonderful. Woo! Um, and right. they got really big into NFTs recently, and I I resisted it for a while because I was like, that's stupid. Um, but. I, one lesson that I've learned is it doesn't matter how stupid something is if it can make you a lot of money. Um, so I started looking into it, and mm-hmm. it's crazy because, like, I understand <laughs> it now a little bit better, and I don't find it stupid anymore. I really don't. Um, it's as stupid as someone paying a bunch of money for a painting. It is no Sorry. less stupid. Yeah, it is. Um, it. it- it's interesting. Um, I don't know. There's um, I don't know what the real value, what the real use case is yet. Right. That that's what makes it kind of stupid. Because there's no value. It's art. There's there, yeah, but no art has a value. Like there's only one thing made of this thing, and so yeah, the NFT does that. But 
a purple rock is not something pleasurable to look at, <laughs> generally speaking. That's the problem. It's not the concept it's the like thing being sold that's so ridiculous right now but so, i do think i do think though that there's a massive market opportunity there because if like real art is put on it like as in and i say real art quote i'm doing the air quotes right now but like uh think like monet created you know a bunch of different pieces right mm-hmm. so say there's another modern day monet he may they make you know a bunch of different pieces that are electronic on an NFT on a blockchain. That's cool. You know what I mean? Like that would be kind of cool. It's the so, same concept. It's just in virtual. Well, looking at it on a computer screen instead of a, which you could put on a monitor somewhere in your house. There could be, you a, know what I mean? Like it's cool. Well, and and the, the well, how they're being used right now and how people are making a shit ton. And I want to emphasize a shit <laughs> ton, a money. Of they money are they're making a lot of money. Is crazy. Crypto punks is a thing, and what those are are their their avatar their avatar looking things like like oh, like like profile pictures for whatever, and they're right, right. they're made by artists within the community, and then they mint a certain amount of them, and then people will buy right. them and use them as their profile picture. Now the no, argument that's, is that's cool. The argument is anybody can just use it as their profile picture, but if I have a sixty thousand dollar profile picture and I know it's worth sixty thousand dollars, way cooler than you using it and not owning it. But whatever. Right. Um, that market has got really big and is still really, really big, um, especially mm-hmm. in the younger Twitter sphere type crowd like that. They're eating it up. Um, but one thing I found that I think is one of the cooler things, um, and I mm-hmm. think it's like it needs more. Pra- I think people should talk about something like this when they talk about NFTs is generative art on the blockchain where there's one called like the squiggle project or something like that. And this guy had an algorithm (laughs) that would generate color pattern, all these characteristics of a squiggle basically. And so it become different colors and different things. And and you would mint them for a certain amount of Ethereum, which is a cryptocurrency people don't know. And then, but like you didn't know which one you were getting when you minted it, like you got one, it generated it. And then they're worth value based on the fact that this is a one of one generation of art that was made by like a thing. It won't get made again. Right. I thought that was really cool. Um, And those are going for those are going for like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars right now. And you can get them for for an avatar. Yeah. Yeah. And you could get you could get them for I know a couple people in the group that that got them. They got them for fifteen hundred bucks. They're worth two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's insane. Wow. I mean, so how much of this, though, is like, you know, you, you look at it and you go, how much of this is just like a fad versus like... Oh, all it's of it's forever. a fad. So that's the problem that I've always had. Like, the biggest problem I've always had with stuff like this is like, you know, it's like um, wearing tie-dye shirts in the 90s, right? Like, it's it's never going to go beyond the six month or whatever the month, whatever, however long period it was cool. And then it, it was gone. And they came back later for another six months, but that was like 20 years later. <laughs> you know, like, and how much of this stuff is like that versus like, oh, this is like for real, you know? So I'm not, I think the, the, you know. diff- the, the difference is that I don't think me or other people are looking for something that's a long term thing. Like, it's whatever, yeah. whatever's going to make the most money now, do it. Whatever makes the most money next sure. month, do it. Like, I truthfully, I don't give a shit whether NFTs are a thing in six months. I care less. Yeah, I it don't means, either. It means nothing I, I to me. Not. Um, but I, I mean, no if it's an avenue to make money today, I'll look into it. Right. 
and that's that's what you're doing. Like, is an investment opportunity? Is it an, is it legit or is it not? You know, like could be, yeah, could be. Don't know. And then I do think it's gonna it'll end up being a long term thing because you're gonna have artists selling albums of as NFTs. You're gonna have uh, the script of a sure. movie as an NFT. The the floor <laughs> plans of the Taj Mahal fucking hall, like all sorts of shit. Yeah. It's gonna become NFTs eventually. And yeah, it's gonna be pretty cool, dude. Like it, you're, I think you're right. the future of it'll be really sick. Yeah, I do too. And I would, I would love to be the exchange or somehow be the host of these things. Like I love creating the platform. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm creative enough, but I'm not create like to be to appreciate it. But I'm not like a, uh, I don't know. I don't feel like I was that been that great of an artist ever in my life. So that's the that's the problem. Sorry. Hopefully you can't hear that. There we go. I, I feel that. like. <laughs> Well, yeah, because like I feel like a lot of people are they're they're artists conceptually, which is an art in itself. Like a lot of people can't conceptualize it, but they can do it. Um, right, right. And like I've always said that I have so many ideas where I'm like, if I just knew the people that could do it, like I don't think the people are having the same ideas as me. But I'm not necessarily going to be the one that has the anything visual Certainly. is a good example for me. I'm not a good visual artist at all. I can't draw. I can't make videos. I can't. I can't do it to a high level at all to any extent. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm not good at it either. But so. I have really good visual ideas and I've worked on visual part like projects where I where I created a scene, explained it to a visual team and they made it happen. So it's not that right. I, it's not that necessarily that it's like, oh, I'm not creative. It's just like a lot of us like just don't have like the skill to necessarily yeah, like sure. just enact the creation. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I think I think it'll it, then. It sounds like it's probably here to stay because it's such a young technology, um, and it it like you know is embraced by the younger crowd. Is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. Like by younger crowd, I mean your generation, like people in college, whatever. You know, even I don't know if it goes even younger than that. I have no clue. I'm 43 years old. What the hell do I know? You know, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. But that's kind of cool. And so if it lasts, um, hold on a second. There we go. Um, there we go. So if it lasts, then I think it'll be really cool. And I'm sorry for the interruptions. I actually need to turn on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> like, <I've had laughs> two people call me in the last, like, you know, two minutes. I'm like, ah, crud, I forgot. It happens. <laughs> I forgot I was to happens. To that person. Happens to the best of us. Happens to the best of us. Um, yep. I want to get mad at Apple for a second. Do it. <laughs> Let's get it mad at Apple. I Trash always Apple. love shade at Apple. As I'm sitting on my brand, not brand new, but this nice MacBook <laughs> with my iPhone and my iPad Pro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, this is definitely coming from somebody who has a fair amount of Apple products all over his house yep. and his body, honestly. Um, but... <laughs> Um, so they so they, did, they did that whole shit where they they're giving the government access to the photos whether it has oh, child yeah, porn on it or bad. not and, and 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 I'm gonna preface this which I'm gonna sound like I'm defending child pornography and I'm not I'm <laughs> no. I'm just anti yeah I'm anti any giving data to a company or the government from my company. No, it's a no. It's a no for me. Um, right. And we don't even need to get too bad into it. I'll just give them the, the basics. Basically, Apple is going to be 
um, utilizing their ability to go through your iCloud and your photos and whatnot, searching for things that could be potentially harmful to children and reporting them to law enforcement agencies. And And that's across the board, right? Isn't that globally? Yes, that is uh, everywhere. They are having heavy pushback in Europe right now. Um, yeah, it's Europeans not will not well. stand for that. No. Europeans are definitely not interested in an American company telling them that they're going to like have their yeah. privacy violated. They released GDPR in Europe. Uh, you know, for those that don't know what that is, basically Europe's privacy rules. Uh, you have to disclose like you know that you what data you're tracking, I believe, and then also that you know how you're handling it, who gets it, and if you're requested as a company by a user to destroy it, then you have to by law. So you have to yep. remove it and wipe it completely. And we don't have that in the United States. That's a, a lot of the big, big tech companies follow GDPR, but um, I'm not, I'm not, uh, how do I put that? How, I'm not confident that they'll actually f- like, you know, do it to the same level as what they have to do in Europe. But oh, yeah. a lot of times what happens is the big companies are like, yeah, we're just going to do the same thing across the board everywhere because it's just easier on our, on all our engineering staff to just have the same you know general format. So I don't know if they do that in the U.S. I'm guessing no, but um, this is getting out of hand. There we go. Um, so I don't know, but basically, you know, Europe be- released that privacy protection, and. Uh, I don't see them being real favorable to app roll, so please continue. <laughs> like, yeah, it um, sounds so, bad. <laughs> so yeah, that's bad, and and then it, it kind of got in America at least. It kind of got swept under the rug. Nobody really gave two shits. Like the tech people cared, and like the some the of the people, people yeah, cared. But like, say. as far as like, I'm talking about like public outcry because you know in America, if it doesn't shake the dollars, it ain't happening. So if the people are right. like, eh, we don't care, that we'll still buy the iPhone, like. They'll do it. Right. Everything will be fine for them. Um, right. So that was interesting to see. And what it what it's led to is now Apple's Apple's still on their whole like we're not going to show you advertising unless you want us to, and we won't track right. you on other apps unless you want us to. But we're going to give your data to the government to arrest you. What? <laughs> that shit pisses yeah. me off so bad it doesn't it, honestly the part about it that pisses me off isn't even the fact that they are selling what, what giving my data to the government it's the fact that then they're gonna turn right. and look at me and be like but we care about whether it, google advertises to you today oh and we can right. you can't make a payment outside of our apps photosphere but sorry we're gonna give your photos of your grandma to the government no right this is the right. dumbest shit i've ever heard it's yeah, it's really bad. Some two like, faced really bullshit. Bad. Yeah, that's all I have. Yeah. I just wanted to get mad at Apple. No, I completely agree. Like, so I'm of the opinion, like you, uh, this is, you know, freedom, big freedom. You know that from talking to me, and most people probably listen to this podcast get the idea that I love freedom. I hate tyranny. I hate things that you're even remotely, like, you know, spy crap you know like yeah. i don't i don't mind having like you know like uh you know i have certain limits like i live in an hoa i know i have to follow those rules and stuff like that i get that that's something i sign my rights away for that but like government just being government is like a way different story it's like yeah no that's that just gets a little bit weird and so the the problem is like you said in the beginning of it to clarify um 
yourself that uh, around like that you you sound like you're advocating for child pornography. You're not. And neither am I. Like I absolutely hate that. Of course. Like that's like uh, yeah, we don't need that in the world. Um, but I also believe it's that fine line, right, between security and privacy. That the- whole thing. Like it's it's just like you know where do you draw the line and to me you know this the fourth amendment of the united states constitution we can i don't want to turn this political but like the constitution is a very real document and it is applicable to today and it prohibits unwar- uh, unlawful search and seizure of your home so what they are doing in my opinion violates the fourth amendment of the constitution in my mind like that just makes no sense you didn't get permission from me to, to search or you didn't get permission from a judge more importantly to search you know my information with probable cause which is the whole point of that fourth amendment it's to prohibit the government from just oh i'm gonna knock on your door today and we're coming in no matter what and taking yep. all your stuff or looking through all your stuff to see if you have any criminal things like that is not okay. Like well, it is not okay for allowing that to happen. And that's what's going on here. And the tech company is doing it and no one's saying anything of real merit about it. It's really scary. Because like, they did it so really intelligently. Scary. They did it under the guise of we're protecting you from Child sexual porn. predators. So what right. about what? So anybody who argues it is argues basically like, oh, you, sounding you like, like you're- porn then? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, it's no, like, no. But, what happens yep. but the moment the moment apple maps starts sending gps data and you get a speeding ticket in the mail from when you went 35 right. and a 30 right. because apple sent right. it to the local police you're going to be pissed it's going to be the yep. end of the fucking world then but when it's <laughs> when it's this it's, it's just perfectly fine yeah get triggered we got triggered daniel right now i Ugh. love it but I hate it when people can't see the big picture awesome. where all they see is exactly no. what's being told to them. I'm not going to look further into this. I don't care. Cool. No child porn. Woohoo. I don't care what the implication is for when they're searching my kid's phone for when my kid commits a crime at 16 well, and now he's in juvie instead of being dealt with he, by his parents because Apple ratted right. him out. Right. Because he was being an idiot one day on 4chan or something like exactly. that. You know what I mean? Like it's. You know, there's all kinds of problems with this whole thing. You're just turning people into criminals that don't need to be turned into criminals. I mean, it's insane. The um, what was I going to say? Oh, that was kind of the point was like false positives. Yep. So like false positives. So how do you know? Because like, you know, there's a limit to artificial intelligence, machine learning technology. And yes, it's getting better and how uh, have has been getting better for the last decade. But like, how do you know that that's not going to detect like you know some weird you know flesh looking color with you know what i mean like some sort of it's detecting this this and like this criteria and it looks like child porn to the computer but it's not really it's a picture of i don't know the mona lisa or some crap i have no idea whatever you know what i mean like it's it's just a picture and it's like it's innocent but you detected it and now all of a sudden it's flagged and now somebody's like digging through your stuff without you knowing in your in looking for your stuff, it's like, oh my gosh! Like, well, and what happens <laughs> when, that happen? What happens when you get the false positive, and then you go through the stuff, and then you find another minor crime in my phone? That's the other thing, yeah. And like, it's it's just really bad. Like, or saying, you know, I want to kill the president, right? Like some mm-hmm. some quote like that, where it's like, oh, now the NSA's got you targeted or something. You know what I mean? Like, yep. mm-hmm. when do where do we draw the line? Like, how do you? And it's just, it's turning into this big nanny state. I mean, it's just, it's insane. 
I cannot believe Apple did that. The company that I think Steve Jobs is probably rolling in his grave right now, honestly, over this because oh, it's yeah. nowhere near like okay for you know he was always concerned about like keeping everything secure and everything private. Like that's what he wanted, you know. <laughs> like yeah, he wanted everything to be convenient, but also very secure and very private. And now we're like rolling over to just say, yeah, we're just gonna start scanning your stuff. Oh, okay, all right, great. Makes me want to get rid of everything, you know. Mm-hmm. I've said that. Like when it when that story came out, I was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to. I really, honestly, just want to sell it all off. Like I just want to get rid of it and not have anything. Like I want to run Linux in my house and not run anything. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like run open source on everything and not have a phone or something like can you imagine doing that (laughs) going almost amish yep off the grid baby that's the way to look at it which speaking of another subject like i've been i've been trying to play around so like one of the things i've been trying to design like is ironically right after we gonna get grumpy about the uh invasion of privacy thing security cameras uh (laughs) you know like i was trying to play around with some security cameras but the it's for commercial use like for a you know for like a um a site being built or something like that i was trying to play around it there's a lot of really cool stuff that used to be really expensive out there that is very neat now like um devices that are like you know outdoor rated or military spec rated you know uh multi you know, multiple cell phone connections to them that have little routers on them. So you can hook stuff up to them and all that kind of thing. It's actually really kind of cool. You know, like there's a lot of really fun tech out there. It's becoming more and more common to the, to the, you know, smaller businesses and whatnot. So Um, I don't know where I was going with that. uh, I'm really (laughs) happy that you kept talking because we got a phone call and it. Oh, did you? Yeah, it it messed messed up everything. everything, But because you were talking, it will be perfectly fine. (laughs) That's good. Yeah, I saved the day. I actually didn't know. I'm actually in Florida's office, the new office space we have here. They're up in the Indianapolis or Carmel office. Excuse me, Carmel. I had lunch with a guy today. I told him, you know, he knew Carmel and he's like, no, 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 it's pronounced Carmel. And I'm like, no, it's, it's really just Carmel. And he's like, no, it's Carmel. I'm telling you. And I'm like, dude, I lived there. It's Carmel. <laughs> like, I lived there and I will fight someone here if they t- say it's Carmel. Yeah. Well, it's Carmel by the sea in California and it's Carmel, Indiana. Like that's how I always envision the world, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it, Maybe it's appropriately pronounced Carmel, you know, like let's, that kind of thing, whatever. L- let's be real. Even if it's Carmel, I'm never calling it that. And nobody yeah, around me is allowed no to call it that without me smacking them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Abuse. Hey, they're going to find it. Hey, do you think Apple is going to find this recording where you said that and like, you know, Arrest yeah, us I'm gonna get a, send it to the I'm government. Get like a intent to harm charge. <laughs> right. You're going to have anger management court ruling issued by a judge. <laughs> the judge is now the artificial intelligence robot that uh, you know Apple partnered with with uh, Microsoft and the federal government. <laughs> so. Oh, you know, we haven't come on here since it happened. I don't even think we've even talked about it outside the podcast. Did you, did you see anything about that T-Mobile breach? <laughs> no, I saw nothing. Really? Oh, okay. Was it T-Mobile so, breach? 
Oh, yeah. It was a couple weeks ago. So T-Mobile had a giant, giant data breach. 5.3 million people got social oh, wow. security numbers. Oh, no. <laughs> Hack. <laughs> like, 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 this shit was bad. The hackers reached out to, like, a, a reporter or something, and they did a thing, and they were like, yeah, their security was horrible. We got all that shit. Well, that... That makes me feel real great. We were just—I was just talking with somebody. Kind of my point is a minute ago about the the mobile tech or the cool cell phone stuff that I was talking about had to do with having a T-Mobile SIM card, so and selling it to the local PD or something like that. So never mind. Guess we're not doing that. Oh, well, God. and they also—they also got all the IMEI. And SI, are you serious? All the things they need to emulate your phone and be able to be you got it. And it got swept under the rug, and it's crazy. It's bad. It got swept under the rug, and what just came out? Let's put it this way: you didn't know about it, and it happened. I didn't know about it. You're right. So, like, it it couldn't have been that talked about. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, Mike Sievert, CEO of T-Mobile, August 27th, 2021, he put out a press release on the website. Man. I believe it happened on the 20th. <sighs> oh, offering two... Here's the... the uh, uh, whatever, the restitution or whatever the word is. Like, the, what am I saying? All right, I don't know. But like the, the, the offerings that they're going to have from this. Two years of free identity protection services with McAfee's ID theft protection service. Like <laughs> McAfee. Yeah, that's cool. McAfee's like the gutter trash of antivirus, yeah, the, by yeah, the Yeah, you know, like, the thing made by the scammer like, oh who, God. air quotes, killed himself in prison. That's <laughs> right. the one I want on right. my that's fucking pushing, computer. That's pushing stuff out on his Telegram channel about how messed up the world is or whatever. Recommending customers sign up T-Mobile's free scam blocking protection through ScamShield, making account takeover protection available for postpaid customer customers. They are using this as a sales it's thing, so and bad. that is amazing. Like that, suggesting that is so- other best practices. Like it's yeah, this is stupid. No, Man, now what I what now what I've been thing. my thought about this is I don't think any of these data breaches are real. I want to put that out there. I want to say that to everyone. No, I'm going to go <laughs> off. The, I'm going off the ledge here. Okay, this is Daniel's You're, opinion. Yeah, tinfoil hat moment. Here. Yes, tinfoil hats on at this point. I don't think any of these data breaches are real. I think T-Mobile sold 5.3 million people's or billion people's things, and then they said they got breached so they can avoid getting in trouble for it. I think every single time this happens, it was sold off, and they just took it as a oh we messed up, and as then they loss. get their little you they get a puny fine, and they make a bunch of money. Is, I think it happens. That's about as so like here's the problem I have with that. It would take such such a a level of intelligence to actually pull that off to to make all those parts and pieces work that you're giving people way too much credit in my opinion. <laughs> like people are dumber than hell and and like our like for example, it's like our you know, the crazy ideas around our government, some of the conspiracy theories, like the 9-11, why did Building 7 collapse? It didn't get hit by a plane. You know, all that. It's mm-hmm. like, do you know how incompetent our government is? Like, they can't even, like, <laughs> they can't even wrap up a 20-year, you know, occupation of a country, right? Like They couldn't I mean, even hold an election. Think, like, they, they held it for <laughs> 20 years and, like, screwed it up so bad in the end. You know, and then like you look at yeah the election, like oh my gosh, like come on, like too much credit, bro. 
Sorry, can't agree with you. I there. just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with it. Just like I think they control the weather. I know it's not true. I will hold that nice. one until I die. Them hurricanes coming off the coast of Africa. <laughs> I'm telling you, they got some weather stuff in the ocean. It makes them churn faster. The Earth is also flat. Um, I'm sorry if any of our listeners are offended by that, but frankly, you shouldn't be listening to me if you believe any of that. No, we we had a we had a (laughs) convert we had a conversation about like maybe two weeks ago to a month ago about the podcast that like we were like, damn, we haven't done it in a while. We're talking about it, and like I I had like a realization. I'm like, I don't care. Like. Get mad that I think Apple's wrong, yeah. or get mad that right. I think that the thing's being sold. whatever. God, I don't give a shit. Yeah, you're like, yeah, that's fine. By the way, do you I, need I some think... IT support? <laughs> yeah, really. By the way, do you want to make sure none of the stuff that we talk about on here ever happens to you? <laughs> right, exactly. That's it. Oh goodness. Well, I have got to wrap up, so I think we should kill it. I think yeah, that's sure. enough. Yeah. Oh, it's a yeah, high no, energy are. episode. We're back and doing some more episodes. It's cool. Got new space. Do them in. So let's do it. Yeah, no, for sure. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm going to say bye on behalf of Austin because he had to go take a call call from one of our clients. Oh, that sucks. um, He says goodbye. I say goodbye. (laughs) And we will catch you in the next one. Let's go. Hopefully hopefully we're back next week and you can enjoy more of this high energy. Yeah, no, nah, he's got the space. We got the space. It's going down. It's podcast time. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>